Hello and welcome to Hanging Out with Hanger 9, the best and official London Spitfire and British Hurricane fan podcast. I'm Squiddy. And I'm Kiwi. I will start this week by asking this very simple question, how deep are Dallas's pockets? I don't know about you, but when I look at Dallas at the minute and I think about that question, all I can think of is, can you remember Scrooge McDuck? Yes. That is the vivid image that comes to my head. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's, they must have won the lottery or something. I think many Dallas fans are feeling that way at the moment. So for those who don't know, they have bought essentially Element Mystic or uh, Powers Eternal as well. They bought in Doa, who they already had actually. Uh, Sparkle, Hanbin, Fielder and Rappel are currently signed to the Dallas Fuel, which in itself is an incredible uh, roster. They're Rumours are that they will pick up Exe to try to more or less complete the Element Mystic lineup, And this arguably will put Dallas in a very strong position for next season. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm not a betting person, but if I was, I would definitely have money on um, Exe joining them yeah. next season. Um, the, the lineup that they've picked up so far, and it's only the start of the off-season as well, is just insane. Like, I did not see Sparkle and Fielder leaving Paris. I was convinced, like, I would die on that hill <laughs> that they would be <laughs> they would be part of Paris next year. And I don't know if that's just, like, the sentimental side of me with everything that they kind of gone through with them, with Sparkle waiting to turn 18 so he could join his teammates, and then all that was Fielder and his celebratory meal. And I don't know, I just, I felt like there may be some loyalty there. Um, but maybe, maybe the loyalty the ro- is, yeah. is deeper for Element Mystic. Like, I, I don't know. I can't get inside that. But either way, this is a big win for Dallas. Yeah, absolutely. I was about to say, maybe their loyalty is more for their teammates and knowing the cohesiveness they have had playing together previously. They want to bring that back again. And I, th- I think I'd like to know the question, would you want to bring Fielder to Dallas so they're playing on LAN? Or do you keep him 200 ping away? Because <laughs> you know he performs with that ping. But is yeah, he, Fielder is the ping king. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Squash. Like, you will always be the, the <laughs> ping king. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, you've got you've to think, like, how much would it throw his game off to be running on the same ping as everybody else? Um, but at the same time, also think, if he can do that on that level of ping, what the hell can that boy do on LAN? Very true. It would be it would be interesting to see what it is capable because I remember Fielder was in the what's it called All Stars, I believe, mm-hmm. and did show up quite a bit playing on the uh, APAC servers with um, fellow teammates and opposition teams. So it, that gave us a glimpse of what is possible from Fielder, but. I, I just, it still boggles my mind as to where this money came from and how they convinced the players to go, yeah, you know what? Let's come, everyone come over to Dallas. We're, we're going to build something great here. Two words Sugar Daddy. <laughs> Calling it now. <laughs> no, I don't know. They've, they've probably. You, from a business standpoint, I'd say they've probably had this plan in mind, 
partway into the the last season they've taken it to whatever board or whatever investors that they've got um they've outlined it and they've gone you know what this actually looks like money so they've probably got higher levels of investment from that if i had to be realistic about it um but i'd rather i'd rather live in a reality where it's it's a like a high stakes monopoly win or <laughs> poker game or you know something a bit more fun than that no definitely i think what looking at it from a business point of view dallas as part of like the mv group of esports game uh esports teams is the one that str- has struggled the most do you think like dallas empire and the cod league they've done pretty decently where they've been buzz dallas fuel have they've always i wouldn't say lived up to what was possible for them like if you look at season one and some of the talent they had there they definitely i think fans expected more and especially over these last couple of seasons they they've kind of been dragging so i think this kind of clean slate for dallas would def i if you're, if you're a dallas fan you're definitely looking forward to the start of next season Oh yeah, this is definitely the kick up the ass that, that Dallas needed, I think. And if you are a fan, you are you sat there doing the weird Mr. Burns excellent, <laughs> excellent. Um, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Kind of thing right now because this could be huge. It could be one of those things. I've seen a lot of memes online where it's like, um, Dallas, get a new team and think everything's going to be great. And then the Dallas cycle um, of where you yeah. are and cheering for Is them. It the yep. cycle of misery, something <laughs> like that. Yes. Um, but I genuinely think with the pickups that they've made in the direction that they're going, they've got a clear vision now, which I don't feel they've had um, mm. since season one. So maybe this is it. Yeah, I maybe... do feel incredibly sad for Paris, though. <laughs> Absolutely. I was about to say, it's, it's high times for Dallas fans, but for Paris fans, seeing... I would say the best bits of your team leave. That's not going to be a nice feeling. I mean, we as Spotify fans, good. we know it. <laughs> seeing the championship boys leaving, it, it's not maybe not quite the same level. But I mean, Sparkle and Field, they all Sparkle lit up the league when he was able to play, and not having that talent on tap for Paris, I. I don't, I, I don't know what to expect because Cam, <laughs> our producer, always says the phrase, y'all sleeping on Paris. Don't think anyone's sleeping on them anymore. Yeah, poor Cam. Um, <laughs> any any Paris fans out there, hit us up and let us know how you feel because we, we feel your pain. Um, like Squiddy said, we've we've lost our own boys before and it's it's not nice. Um, So yeah, hit us up and let us know, but... Can they turn this around? Are they going? Are they doing a London? Are they going full Western? Um, mm-hmm. If so, are. where are they going to get these guys from? Yeah, absolutely. I think many. What was it on Plat Chat? They were saying that there's a dis- reports of rumours that Paris will be looking to go for this full Western roster. And currently, they do have a few um, Western players. They've still got Soon and FD God, which in their own right this season have played incredibly well. Soon the Tracer King and FD God has been one of the best Lucios in the league. It's just where can you get the talent that will want to play in that roster when you look at maybe, as uh, we're slightly definitely biased here, but looking at Spitfire and what they're wanting to do. And you, you're with Spitfire, they're likely to take from their British Hurricane, their contenders team who have been absolutely tearing up and players would want to go join that. 
you would expect. So you're right, absolutely right. It's going to be interesting where they look for it. You'd think, and again, I'm probably being quite biased here, but personally, the direction I see Paris going is, and it's I'd be, as a Paris fan, I'd be both disappointed and quite excited for this, because in the short term, I think they're probably going to end up with some players that are very unknown, or you'll know them quite well if you watch Contenders regularly, but it, it won't be the guys that you know from the likes of the Hurricane. But I think that if they put some love and some effort into them and really let them develop as players, um, kind of like Nuki's vision for the Spitfire going forward, then in the next couple of years, they could have a damn fine team on their hands. It's just how they treat that talent and how they nurture that talent that comes up because the EU popularity pool, if you like, the guys that everybody knows and loves, is only so big. Yeah. There's only so many teams that can dip into that. So I'm really excited that this kind of forces teams to look beyond that mm. and to bring talent up that may not necessarily get that chance this quickly and just drop them in, trial by fire, see how it goes. But make sure that instead of hating on any mistakes they make, nurture it, develop yeah. it, and you could end up with something really savage in the long run. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be an interesting look for what Paris do and kind of overall for the Western esports, especially looking at Overwatch. But from going from Western talent to the Eastern talent with Seoul, they have re-signed Creative, Fits and Marvel. So they now have five of their kind of original six that they started this season with. And all it makes me feel is sad for Bedotion, who <laughs> isn't there anymore. Yeah, um... Yeah, I don't even know what I can say to that. Like, Bidotion not being there breaks my heart a little bit. Um, is Toby? Toby's not... Is he in the same situation as Bidotion? I believe so. I'm having a quick look on Liquipedia now because they're trying to keep everything up to date at the moment. Because I would love to see... Obviously, I'd love to see Bidotion return, but that's not happening. But I would really, really like to see Toby return. I think he's been a staple of this team for so long. Mm. Um... And this season in particular for me really showed up. And you know I love Sol. Um, so yeah, I'd like to see him come back as well. Yeah. Uh, but just the fact that Creative Fits and Marvel are going to be rejoining Profit and Gesture. After the run that these guys have had together this year, I feel like they could be really strong going into next year. And if they get some good picks as well during the off season, they could be really scary. They could be one to watch. Yeah, I mean, we, we, I think we, feel, I feel we started this season by saying that about Seoul with how they picked up the London Spitfire boys in Bedosian, Profit, Gesture. That's just going to amplify this already very talented roster. But to begin with, it didn't happen. But I think one of the big, I, I'd say, trajectories of players for Seoul was creative this year of how they've, I'd say, become the mainstay of this side. That flex support that is absolutely deadly i think in the grand finals against soul uh soul against the shock <laughs> creative ones i would say possibly the best one of the better best players for soul in that match and i think it it was a must keep uh for them oh god yeah and i feel like creative when you look at like message boards and forums and social media he's been really underrated yeah definitely he's so good at what he does and i think it's because you've got him playing alongside toby on that mercy and 
it's always easier. You'll know you're a support like me. Um, when you get into a game, you rarely ever get lovers at support if you've got a mercy you on hate. your team. That's it. Yeah. Where's my healing? Um, uh, you were behind. Exactly. You were behind the wall. <laughs> I can't. I can't do anything there. That's your fault. Like Genji, get your ass out of the back line so I can hit with a dart. <laughs> like, come on. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's not just that he's with that mercy as well. It's, he's such a Chad mercy. And he, he makes his presence known and he's in your face all the time. And I think when you're playing alongside that, it can be so easy to do such an incredible job and go unnoticed. Yeah, definitely. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that Creative's been picked up again this year, um, as with Fitz and Marvel as well. Both of them quite underrated. Um, but I'm really, really excited. I hope we haven't cast a curse to them. No, I mean, um, But I'm really excited to see where they go next season. Yeah. I was about to say, uh, for me, I think Fitz this season has definitely stepped up and arguably was sometimes the better DPS between him and Prophet, which which you say is quite surprising because Prophet is one of the greatest ever to ever play the game of Overwatch. And for Fitz to kind of be showing him up you are more right, often though. than not, is is a very it's a big boost for soul to have that much talent in your dps it's going to be insane what they can do next season and when you say it out loud and you say like oh somebody's outplayed profit it makes it sound like such a negative thing yeah but imagine having that talent pool to pick from yeah absolutely like his hits fits his hit scans this season have been deadly so yeah, next season's going to be amazing for them. Although it does come at a cost because um, they have just lost their personal coach. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I his name is Hokuri. Hokuri uh, has moved from Seoul to the Washington Justice, as Kiwi said, as personal coach, which Washington Justice have gone through such a weird transition this season. They were... I hate to say it, but are they one to watch next season? Because I feel like they have made some very clever picks. Is is that the is that the word I'm looking for? I would say so. Almost yes. sneaky. Yeah, it's like they know that they've got underdog status, and they are using it to their advantage right now. Like some of their picks have gone well and truly under the radar, I but think... they are incredible. Yeah, the biggest pick for um, Washington. Aside from Decay resigning, who was arguably their carry for the the playoff run they went in, uh, it's the tank player Mag who had the most incredible Twitter handle, which looked more like a passcode, a password you would use for a very, very strong password as well. Unfortunately, they have changed that. It is now a more regular, I would say, common <laughs> Twitter handle. But uh, Kiwi, you've seen Mag more in contenders than I have. What, who, what are Washington letting themselves in for here? Oh, my God. I'm I'm not going to claim to be an expert because I am not by any means. But Jesus f***ing Christ. <laughs> can, <laughs> can he play? Like, his play, I, like, I can't even. His plays have been absolutely incredible. And he's such a carry for his team. And I think if you take a player like that, and it's, a, it's such a shame because a lot of people don't watch Contenders. And a lot of people won't know who he is. And in a way, yeah, that's a sad thing. And it's such a shame that he's not going to immediately get the respect that I feel he deserves. But it's going to be one of them. He comes out of absolutely nowhere and dominates. And it's just going to be watching it happen now that 
people might be slightly more aware of him, it's gonna be absolutely incredible. I can't wait. Yeah, I think I think you're right with with the talent that they've signed and kind of where they positioned themselves at the end of last season. I think Aim God is a very underrated support player of how talented they are on so many heroes and how much healing they can provide to the team in clutch moments as well. I think Washington finally will be ones to watch this year because we said that end of season two into season three with the change into 2-2-2 and how Stratus and Corey were tearing it up with the team. We thought, oh, maybe mm. Washington be, could be the dark horse this year. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. And then wholesale changes made with the roster going from a mixed roster to full full Korean. M- maybe finally this this year, season four, all the pieces are in the right order. It might... It, I, I think... There would be a beige horse. Yeah, they they feel a little bit like they've got the same not strategy in terms of where they're going, but they've they've used the same style as Dallas. Mm. So everything that they've done recently has been very under the radar. It's not been um, in your face and loud. And I feel like just watching all these pieces come together. I feel like this is something that they've had planned for a very long time. Definitely. And now it can finally, with like the the exiting of players like Stratus and Corey, they can finally put those missing pieces into place. And teams take a while to settle, so maybe we're wrong. Um, and maybe it is a bit of a bumpy season next season because everybody's kind of finding their place and finding their feet. Mag's getting used to that change from contenders to Owl. But I think they're going to come in and they're going to be... Everyone's going to expect them to be low league. And they're going to get really, really surprised. I feel like teams have that kind of mentality. Like they do in other sports, like football. You'll look at somebody and go, there's no way we can lose to this team. It's it's Washington or it's Boston or it's Dallas. And you're like, yeah, we're we're not losing to this team. So players might sit back a little and get a little bit cocky, show off a little bit. And I feel like Washington and the players that they've picked up are going to take full, full advantage of that. And while I've never been a Washington fan, I do think it's going to make for some seriously exciting series. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be interesting looking at what Washington and, as you say, Dallas next year will be able to do. And one of Dallas's big rivals is, of course, Houston. The battle for Texas is always one of, the, I, for me, one of the big marquee events of the Overwatch League calendar, and they have just announced they have resigned Dante, which is a massive pickup for them because he, I mean, Dallas, oh, sorry, Houston are, they seem to be the meme of the off season at the moment. And originally, it looked like they were going to build their team around Boink, the support player, which was interesting. Cool Matt has gone from player to one of the managers and coaches. But having Dante stay in this side is such a boost for them, definitely. I was really excited to see this. Um, As just a general Overwatch League fan, um, big Dante fan, he he just comes across so well. Um, All the videos and the content they put out, he seems so genuine and so funny. But he seems like he cares about his team, and that's a big thing. Especially, we don't know who Houston are going to pick up. We don't know if they're going to bring people from contenders or 
people from other teams are they going more western as well like no one's really sure houston have been very quiet and kept things very close to the chest but having a, a vet like dante on your team and somebody with his mentality as well is going to be a huge huge boost to whoever they bring in i feel like he's been a backbone of of the outlaws for a while now oh without a doubt i think without some of dante's plays this season um they may not be where they were i think or whether over the seasons he has been there definitely and i think you were able to see in the all-stars of the na all-stars where uh, dante was playing just how good his tracer still is and how efficient they can be and people were getting jealous and it's like why where's this dante been all season why is he showing up in all stars and not in you know actual regular season matches i'd love to see houston build a team around dante i really would um mm. i think that's where it, it perfectly answers your question like where is this dante been why is he showing up now and not for the outlaws and i think it's not a case of he's not showing up i think it's a case of he's working with what he's got and I don't yeah. at all mean that in a dig at any of the other Outlaws players. Like, they all give 100%. But I would love to see Houston recognize Dante for the talent that he can be and mm. try and build a little bit more around him, try and enable him. Definitely. And I think with uh, Junkbuck going into the side as one of the uh, one new head coach or co-head coach, this is definitely going to be, I'd say, one of the biggest challenges that they will face the coaching staff will have trying to work out okay what do they need to do to get this Houston side to the to the the level I would say their fan base wants them to be because they bring have one Jake. of the biggest bring back Jake because they have one of the <laughs> biggest I would say Overwatch League fan base very vocal very passionate for their team and their team just has not shown in response unfortunately and so their off season will be very interesting to see what pickups they make and kind of the direction they want to go as a team thing is though if the coaching staff get this right can you imagine the 2021 battle for texas oh my lord element mystic against whatever houston would build yeah that actually See, I told you it's their marquee matchup. It could go up another level for next season. And for anyone, I don't think anyone connected to the Houston Outlaws is listening to this, but hopefully, you if know. you are, bring back Jake. <laughs> <laughs> that is your win condition. Jake and Dante, bring him back. He's not lost his competitive edge. We've seen that. Bring the boy back. End of. All right, and I think with that, I think there's not much more for this week's episode. Thank you all so very much for watching. Please comment down below, get involved in any of the points we've made, or point out maybe where we're wrong. Hopefully not, we're not too wrong this week. Uh, but you can also get involved with us on Twitter. You can follow me at Squiddy57. And you can follow me at KiwiKashu. That's K-I-I-W-I-Kashu. And don't be too mean, please. And don't forget to follow our producer, Cam. You can follow him on his more official Twitter of at Captain Zep or his more Overwatch-orientated one of at Camverwatch. And don't forget to also follow Lemon. He used to do a podcast, um, 
near the very beginning and unfortunately he's doing a journalism uh, course at the moment and we hope to have him back on very soon but you can follow him at nevets lt that's n-e-v-e-t-s-l-t and you can follow hanger nine over on twitter at hanger nine or on instagram at ldn underscore hanger nine don't forget to come on over and join our Discord. We have many events. We have just recent, literally today, we've got quite a few bots that have joined to help us try and get the Discord more um, more streamlined. And we're going to have more events going, more of a, I'd say, a better, slightly better community feel, I hope. Uh, and we're going to have Among Us games, more Overwatch. Tiny Overwatch, when we played it, was a massive success. So I know we're going to be bringing that back. And also tomorrow we will be having the Hangar 9 charity pub quiz. Halloween themed of course. uh, As it is spooky season. So we hope you come on down. Sign up and enjoy the quiz. Yes. And running kind of in conjunction with that. We've got our recycled salvage style cosplay competition. Um, It is almost too late to enter now by the time this comes out it will probably be too late to enter but the winners will be announced on saturday the 31st roughly around 7 p.m depending on the contender's schedule so yeah if you want to see who's won that or just check out some cool recycled costumes which i would definitely recommend then head on over to our twitter for that absolutely and then until next time wash your hands aces high fangs out and hang loose